0: Lock Talk Radio. I don't know why i even try. You don't want this no more. I would rather leave before I hurt you. Now it's got long ago if I ain't had my face hate me, I see it in your face. But home don't feel like home, just like my heart is empty. You change the number on your phone, so when I call you, you ain't gotta listen. And all your girls think that I ain't shit, and they the same ones lost in the club displaced. Now I'm number one, that's lost in love. I can't take
1: And tonight we began a series on domestic abuse, domestic violence You know, I personally am an advocate for the recovery of those Who have um, have dealt with it, who have experienced it Who have been touched by it And unfortunately this is a phenomenon that does not discriminate There are so many people who have uh, experienced um, the harms and hurts of of domestic abuse, but I think we have failed each other with regard to how we have defined it, by how we have decided to label it in such a way that it's not apparent for those um, who don't have bruises. You know, everyone looks at domestic violence in a different light, and it's unbelievable to me because there's no difference between um, a lot of other disorders. If someone were to say that you had cancer and they said, you know, that you're recovering from cancer, no one would have a problem with just saying we need to find a cure. They don't need to know exactly what type of cancer. They don't have to know all of the details of it. Same thing with uh, different uh, immune deficiencies, Uh, any other ill of of the world with regard to disease, but for some reason are so unapologetic when it comes to um, domestic violence. And I think it is because, I'm going to tell you why I think it is because I think it is because, for some reason, too many people identify with it. There are just too many people who have had to deal with it, and they would prefer to go uh, unscathed, unassociated with, if you will. It would be so much better if if we didn't talk about it. Uh, We could overlook it, and it's not actually that bad. Is what some people say. It's not actually, you know, it's not like I got a black eye or something. I've actually heard that. Uh, it's not actually like he made me pass out. I have actually said that, um, and and, it, and it's unbelievable because abuse is abuse is abuse. And for some reason, we have a, uh, given it a pass to excuse poor behavior. And uh, poor behavior is just that. It does not matter um, who it affects uh or not and unfortunately, you know, we it I, I I have uh wondered how many people actually uh would be honest enough to say, you know, that they have experienced it, that they have that they have gone through something um so embarrassing and so uh, uh psychologically changing that they're willing to admit that they have experienced domestic violence. And sometimes I've kind of felt like my talking about it somehow praises it, but that is not my intent. My intent is this. Um, I was asked a couple of uh, days ago exactly what my place uh, doing broadcast radio was for. Like what 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 is my end game is actually what he said. And when I thought about it, the end game of, any move should be for a bettering. It should have something to do with bettering yourself, bettering your people, bettering your circumstance. And for me, domestic violence is that uh, choice to to attack or to come uh, against. Um, no way am I trying to make it flattery. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it uh, in any way, shape, or form something that people should think that it's cute or am I trying to celebrate it. What I do celebrate though is that I am a survivor of it. A lot of people who know me, uh, know my particular story. I don't mince uh uh my my mouth or, or situation when we talk about it, it's just that's just how it's gonna come. That's one of the things that I have decided to do is that since I do have my voice uh, back, and I will say barely because I'm still trying to fight something of a cold tonight, but um, when I tell you that there's a purpose for everyone on this earth, I just happen to know that I have run from this particular uh, platform for long enough. Uh, I decided a long time ago that since it was the truth of where my passion holds, um, since it was the rescuing of myself, I felt like it would be a it would be a disservice for me not to address it. And just to begin this week, you know, I knew I was going to do domestic violence. I actually. Uh, knew that I would do a whole month of domestic violence, and of course, nationally, and in and most in um, <clears throat> most of people's understanding, domestic violence is made uh, a, an awareness month in the month of October. October is the month that people who get together, they decide that they're going to stand against domestic violence and they're going to stand against the mistreatment of women. We're going to be uh, the voice of the woman who needs uh, uh, to be, you
0: know, accounted
1: for. Uh, we're going to be the voice of the woman who necessarily may not even have the voice for herself. But let me tell you something. There's not a whole lot that you can say when the person's dead. There's not a whole lot you can give when the person's gone. And you know, I, I I thank God every day that I open my mouth, every day that I open my eyes, every day that I uh look in the eyes of my kids and I'm not gonna get emotional this month because it is very, very personable for me because I survived it. I understand when I first uh decided to do this, you know, um it was it was like uh like a back and forth like the the good angel and the bad angel on my on my shoulders. I didn't really know whether or not I really wanted to do it because I still have so much uh pain and, and um disdain associated with it. But I tell you what, the reasons why I do it now, the reasons why I want to do it now is because I know that Had I had someone in my corner that I could trust, not that people weren't there. Let me say that first. Not that people weren't there. It's such an embarrassment, and it's such a belittling of self that you have when you are a victim of domestic violence that you have to protect yourself first from everyone, even the people trying to help you. And unfortunately, that was the place that I was at, and. Tonight, we're just going to introduce some of the ideas of domestic abuse and, and why it's important that we name it when we see it because, uh was, you know, this, this show did come out of some personal uh, recovery needs that I have to do all the time. I have to constantly talk about it because there was a point where I was absolutely not in denial. I just lied. I just was not, you was not going to get me to say that I was a victim of domestic abuse. It is the reason why I think I have perfected some of the art of makeup artistry because I was able to cover up bruises and uh,
0: scratches, all
1: kinds of things. There's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that I could not share because I didn't even realize how, how how I had gotten there. And then I ran into this story tonight well, actually not tonight, ran into this story online. And I will tell you, on, on, on Facebook, uh, Facebook of all other, I think Facebook is the biggest social media outlet. Let's just keep it 100. I've tried to be on other outlets, and they're just not, to me, as interactive as I would like. Facebook is that is that that site. Okay, so I go on Facebook, and I'm looking at all kinds of, craziness I mean it's unbelievable the craziness that I see most of which is celebrated but you know you know it gets to a point where you get kind of numb then I get a video no first I got a story I, I read a story and and I I want to say that I was shocked but I was really in disbelief that this was really happening and that it really uh was not even leaked. This was on purpose released to um, WorldStar Hip Hop. I think it's WorldStar. And WorldStar is a site where you can get uh, just about any kind of video feed, whatever your forte, whether it's something progressive or whether it's something ratchet, you'll be able to find it. It is on there. And I was reading a story about Maya Pointer, And if you haven't heard about Maya Pointer, you can go to my uh, Facebook page, but you have had to be under a rock or something if you haven't heard about this child's story. Now, I'm going to say, you know, I, I do not advocate any level of violence whether it's physical, and we're going to talk about that this month, the different types of how it shows up, because most people only see it when it becomes bruising. But I had for several days the Facebook page of a a, a, a cover of a very beautiful girl who was the victim of violence. Now, her violence was not what people would call traditional domestic violence because when you hear the word domestic violence, a lot of people think, oh, this is a husband and wife that ain't getting along, or this is a boyfriend and girlfriend who just can't get it right, or this is two people who are living together who just, you know, want to fight, and we have gotten so dumbed down into believing that this is the way it's supposed to be that it's scary. It actually is scary to me. I don't. Uh, advocate violence again? I don't advocate it, but there has been so much said about this particular story, um, even to the point where one of the accusers—you got to accuse her. This is one of the perpetrators. This chick is on the video, and she's gone as far as making a public apology, which I'm glad she did, because now the police can go ahead and incarcerate her for admitting to the to the violence. But these Mariah Porter had been invited to a house party, just to make the story short. as yes, I can because you know I'm long-winded. But she was invited to a house party, went to the house party with some of her best friends. Now, these are not friends that I said were her best friends. These are friends that she said were her best friends. They had hung out before. This was nothing brand new. This is how they do, okay? This is how they do. Went to the house party, and in being at this house party, it ended up to some happening that this particular girl ended up uh, sitting on, supposedly sitting on a burger of of another girl who was there at the party. Now, not on purpose. Um, there's a, a actual interview of Mariah with the news explaining what had happened. It was like she had fallen onto the couch. Unbeknownst to her, she sat on one of her best friend's hamburgers. Of course, that part of the incident we don't see, all we see is about a a two-and-a-half, almost three-minute video of four different girls at different times for as much as we know right now, it's up to 13 hours of time. But, you know, surmised into, into two minutes online beating up this girl to 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 a pulp. Uh, the incident happened so, so I couldn't watch it completely because it's just I can't watch this type of thing just because of my background. But I've read the transcripts with regard to it. And throughout, we have females. Uh, As young as, Lord have mercy, it's hard to even say, there was a three-year-old little girl in the room watching this with her father along with two other males sitting on the couch watching one filming and four teenage young hammers, because I can't even call them women, beating up this girl. Now, whether it was over a hamburger, a home, a uh, 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 real estate. I don't care what it was. It was awful. Okay, it was awful. And I want you to go, if you have the chance, and if you're on Facebook and you got my information through Facebook, I want you to go on to Facebook. I want you to sing your prayers and blessings to this young girl. Again, her name is Mariah Porter. Uh, let me make sure of the spelling of her name. Mariah is M Y R I A H. Her last name is pointer, like a pointer. P O I N C E R and she and let me tell you, you may not notice who she is by her Facebook page picture because she's so beautiful and I think this is the essence of why this happened to start with. It's unbelievable the names and the way that they treated this girl. I can't help but believe that something more then a damn hamburger is the reason behind this. Now, they can say that all they want to. Um, I don't care what happened prior to or what situations happened before because I am of the belief that even at its worst, you don't fight back. I, I will say this, and some people call me crazy for this today. I never but twice fought back in the domestic situation that I left. The last time I sustained a fracture, a hairline fracture in my right leg, and if some people see me sometimes when the weather's like this you'll see that I have a little limp. Uh I can't put my little pretty toes in these high six inch heels anymore because forever I have this break that has destroyed my ankle. This child did was beaten unconscious. I know, you know, we're big about how we look on the outside, but for some reason, they decided to beat this girl unconscious and refuse to let her leave. I mean, and people, thousands of people have looked at this, up to 2,000 people in the first hour that this video feed was placed, uh, that many people uh, looked at it, that many people had something to say. Um Very many of those people made comments to knowing that there was a standing beef between Mariah and these other girls. But that goes without saying, there is not an excuse for being barbaric. And I want to read to you one of the answers back to uh, Mariah that had to come from a friend by the name of D. London Brooks. Washington, and she supposedly is a friend who said this. This is a friend now. This is a friend. Um, Well, let me see. I think this is her. It says, I think it's so funny how everybody's saying justice for Mariah, but do any of y'all know why Mariah got that ass beat like that? It was not over a burger. Of course she going to play the victim. Three girls don't beat up you over a hamburger, meat you stole. Those girls money, no, this is what she wrote. I can barely read it correctly but it said it was not over a burger. Of course she's going to play the victim. Three girls don't beat you up over hamburger meat. You stole those girls money and put liquid codeine in one of the girls two-year-old daughter's juice cup. Explicative. You need your ass killed. That baby I almost od but those were your friends. It says, get the blank out of here, and all y'all repost monkeys need to do your research first. Now, this came from a girl who supposedly has the backstory as to why it's appropriate for three girls to feel like it's okay to jump on a girl. Now, you know, if any of the information in here is truth, it still does not support jumping on someone, but we're going to talk about it tonight. I want to talk with you and I want to hear what you have to say about violence because, you know, this is what my plan is for this month. This is why I do this. I do this because I feel like most people suffer in agony and in hurt and in shame because they feel like, and this is the truth of how I felt, nobody would actually understand why you stay okay because for the life of me i could not put the words to why i stayed but you know after you leave any disastrous events the reasons as to why pale in comparison to the salvation of yourself and i'm talking about just trying to breathe baby i'm talking about i have gone through story after story after story i read i think 15 stories the other night um And an overwhelming majority of these stories don't end with a recovery or just black eyes. A lot of these end with uh, uh, caskets and and, and eulogies because I, I don't take very light that this could have absolutely been me. You know, and nobody plans to go into a marriage to get divorced, and nobody plans to be with a man who's abusive. It is not an articulated uh, event in happening. So a lot of the times people blame the victim. This is one of those things where it's, it's kind of distressing to me because I don't understand how people can blame the victim, but it is absolutely the truth. And it's very hard for people to set themselves up for more victimization, but I think that is exactly why uh, nobody ever says anything. What we're going to do now, we're going to take a, do a song, then we're going to come back, and we're going to really define what uh, domestic violence is because you do not, let's just say it, you do not have to be married through experiences. You do not even have to have had sex with someone. To experience some of these things These are just some of the common characteristics That people want to add to it But we're going to talk about it on tonight And I hope you're ready Um, Hope you're honest Let me go ahead and give a disclaimer This show is for you to say your truth Whether you want to say it honestly open And without any holes bar Or if you just want to say that you're listening And you need some help Whatever I want to be able to give the opportunity For someone to learn something That I didn't know
0: or have an
1: ally far away or right up near to you that I didn't have. I did not have the opportunity of sharing where I felt safe enough not to be belittled behind it. And I want to give that opportunity to women and men because what's interesting is that this phenomenon it doesn't stay on one side of the of the rocks. Believe me, when I say men have this issue too, it's just not as widely even ex. Accepted uh, in society that men can be abused, but it absolutely happens. So a couple commercial that we're doing. The be first right impression is a lasting impression, so what you look like does matter. Start the year off with a new look, a change, a beginning for 2015. Portia at Soho's Beauty Salon specializes in silk press and full head extensions. She's located at 231 State Farm Parkway, Homewood, Alabama. Or you can call for an appointment at 205-807-1736. Tell her, the Empress. Even though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperdavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. We're back. Uh, I just didn't know if, applause was appropriate because domestic violence is so serious and I have no other intro and we're going to get some new commercials. I'm supposed to do that on this coming weekend, so let's hope that we can stay on bar for that. I also want to say that any time here on the uh, Empire that you want to be a part of the Empire, whether you want to be featured or you just want to have... Uh, a particular idea Introduced This is this is why we're here This is why uh, I do what I do Because I want to be the mouthpiece For other people I think I was in the middle of trying to explain that In my mind It's just all over the place right now um, With regard to uh, other things That are pressing But I do this because this has healed me I do this because this has helped me. Um, I know and I knew that I was not the only person experiencing these things, but it's hard for people to admit to uh, society that they're needing help, that things are not going great. Uh, It's very hard uh, for that to happen. So I don't know whether or not uh, you're ready, but we're going to go into this uh, tonight. We're going to keep it 100. We want everybody to know that if you call in, you do not have to identify yourself. You can always just call in. I'm able to identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. I'm not here to out you. I'm not here to embarrass you. I'm not here to even embarrass the perpetrator of this offense against myself. This is totally not about blaming anybody. This is totally about exposing the truth. It just is. Now, if you can't handle the truth, then this is probably going to be a very difficult show or group of shows to understand because there's a part that everybody has to play in any level of game or dance, and domestic violence is a game. It is a dance. It is about power and control, point blank, period. That's just how that go. It doesn't matter how you slice it. If you want to say that this is about girlfriends and boyfriends, it's still about Power and control, if this is about husbands and wives, it's still about husbands and control. If you are the judge or the President of the United States and you hit your wife or you are the judge or senator of a of an area and you dragging her by her hair, it's still about power and control and it is, it is it's, it's above me and my thinking when people get an idea that certain types of behavior aren't available to everyone. Like only a certain type of people would have the ability to do that. You know, it, it's like there's a white, there's. we even do crime the same way. Crime only occurs in certain brackets of people. There's only a certain type of crime that a certain type of people can have. That's not the truth. If you have a mind, if you're capable of doing wrong, which we all, and you have fault an opportunity it can happen to you. I would like to first say that I purposely said I am not going to be in a relationship with an abusive person. I said that until I was, then my lips was blue. But not only did I enter into a courtship, but I married and was married for 10 years to, to someone who was physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive to me. And it changed the person that I was supposed to be. And the truth of that is, is this happens with a lot more people than we're willing to admit. Just to define, because you know I love definitions, domestic violence is also known as intimate partner violence. It's also called family violence. It's also called domestic abuse, okay? It is whatever behavior set that you use against a person or sets of persons. In the context of being close to that person, whether it's you cohabitate with them, you're married to them, you're just having sex with them, you have a relationship where you're in a constant back and forth with that person and an obligation of some sort to that person, you're capable of having that. That's why same sex uh, uh, relationships have just the same amount, uh, if not more, abuse in it than do. uh, traditional heterosexual relationships. A lot of people don't recognize that as being a possibility, but it is absolutely the truth. I don't laugh at people who say, oh, i just been treated so poorly by men that now I'm going to go get me a woman.
0: You have the
1: same opportunity of being mistreated. You're not going to grab anything specially, uh different except for the genitalia. So don't think that you can switch teams and that violence is still not capable. Domestic violence can take a number of forms, and we're going to talk about those this month. And if you look online, they say anywhere from four to six different types. You know, when you look at them in depth, they can kind of be morphed into each other. They're not necessarily that many, but people have a better way of uh, categorizing things when they're able to separate it from the others. Like supposedly there's heterosexual and same-sex relationships that both can have the same type of abuse, but the emotional and, um, say, verbal abuse that you would experience is absolutely uh, different is is going to be different because of the different nature of the relationship. But globally, when we talk about domestic violence, people uh, associate it as a wife or a female partner being victimized by a male partner. Um, and that abuse usually is uh, sometimes colored or said to be in self-defense or in retaliation, and it is almost always in a physical manner. What we're also going to learn this month is that abuse is not always tangible. Some of the the easiest part, and I've heard this, I can remember hearing this years ago, and it didn't make any sense to me because I was just crazy, but uh, physical abuse is just the most obvious but emotional abuse and psychological abuse last so much longer, and is so much deeper. It changes the person so much more than do bruises, bruises and breaks and those sorts of things. Uh, God forbid anything more. Uh, you know, you can recover. But Lord have mercy when when something is done to your mind. When it's done to the inner part of yourself, it totally changes who you are. So, uh, when we talk about abuse in, in tonight, we're talking mostly about what most people have to say about abuse because they will, they can always somehow identify with it when we're talking about physical abuse. It's as if uh, you have to see the proof of it. Um, A lot of people may not have even felt sorry for the young girl who was hurt if you were to see her initial pictures because when the story first broke, they showed the pictures that she had without any bruising, without broken teeth, without double black eyes. But when you're able to see just two minutes of a night-long beatdown, you can't deny it. but let's let's keep going. Uh, women, supposedly in developed worlds, which I don't really know what that means because I think we all crazy. But in developed worlds, they say that domestic violence is openly encouraged to be told to the police that uh, men are mostly advocates against it. Uh, they report it as well, and that there is uh, a social pressure of keeping some parts of of, uh, domestic violence productized. I can remember when we were having the discussion about Ray Rice and uh, Ray Rice, the professional football player who decided to cold cock his drunk or not fiance at the time, she decided to go ahead and marry him and continue to have the life that they had planned together and that's absolutely great for her. But all I could think about is how we must have gotten a glimpse of what we didn't see inadvertently. I know that sounds crazy. We actually saw just a little bit of the violence um, by mistake. We weren't even supposed to see that. Like he, that that was a really tame uh, happening with regard to domestic violence. But we we did get to see it. It was obvious that he hit her. There was not this whole, you know, back and forth because he popped her and she was out. Okay, some people just couldn't get around the fact that something had to have happened, something had to have occurred in order for uh, her to have been hit in that way. It was almost the same as this letter that came um, from the friend of Miss Mariah. Miss Mariah needs some new friends. But they explained it as if it was something of a happening because something we didn't know. Now, I don't know how you you or define domestic violence, but we're going to go ahead and open up the lines so that people can kind of share with us what they believe it is or is not, because I think personally that we've become numb to it, and there went three calls. Listen, I don't want people to be afraid when I say I'm going to open up the lines, because I don't want you to think that I'm trying to do anything to you. Absolutely, this is not a personal shot at anybody. Uh, If anything, this is me trying to determine whether or not it is appropriate for us to name things in the wrong way because they, you know, some people even say in this thread with this little girl, this was just a girl fight that got video Hmm. for the life of me. I don't want to know any of those type girls. I don't want to know any of those type people for that matter. But if this is this is the woman's version of how you beat down somebody, I can't even imagine if this child would have lived had this been a, a, a guy. If this had been a guy putting his hands on her like that, I don't know that she would have lived, but, you know, that's just me. Now, I don't want people to be afraid to be on the line. I'm going to open up the only line now that's showing a number, 9928. Are you there? I'm here. Hi. Look, we're talking about domestic abuse and awareness tonight. First of all, do you think that domestic Abuse is just accepted right now. And by who?
0: It's accepted for some reason by a
1: certain group of people who think that someone um, has to be, some men feel that a woman has to be put in her place per se. So you keep them uh, at -hmm. this level of um, where they'll, day they, where they're supposed mm-hmm. to be as they
0: perceive it,
1: so some some people teach that mm-hmm. mentality it's a mentality of mm-hmm. keep her in her place where so she won't get out of line
0: mm-hmm.
1: so in some cultures it's, it's taught I'm that just you have to yeah mm. it's just crazy
0: and 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 domestic violence is I'm not trying, just I'm to, person I'm, and wife Mhm.
1: But people who are in relationship. am Okay. I, I try so hard not to interrupt because there's a little bit of delay between when I'm speaking and and, and anybody who's on an open line speaks. So if if you're making a point, just continue to make it, and it'll it'll shut me off because I can not once I start talking, I can't really hear, uh, especially when someone else. I I totally agree with you. One of the myths of uh, violence and domestic abuse is that domestic violence victims like to be beaten. And that's similar to uh, what was insinuated and what you just said. Some men uh, and some women, that's the sad part, some women. This letter that was written earlier explaining that we didn't know that she might have needed her ass like this was from a female. God forbid she has children, but from a female who decided to say that yes, this is what um, she deserved because she did this and that, supposedly to this child, this girl's child. Now, victims of domestic violence have historically been characterized as masochistic, uh, enjoying being beaten, uh, but the, the the evidence does not show in any way, shape, or form that they do. Uh, Victims of domestic violence desperately want the abuse to end. I don't know how many times when I actually had the guts to tell someone that I was being abused, that I was was actually targeted and said, now, how are you going to let somebody do this to you? I mean, I wanted to just say now, if you really think I was asking for that, then that's one thing. That question may make sense, but there is. This is a disease. This is a syndrome, and the batterer is ch- the person who is hurting the other person. The batterer does it in such a way that it changes the outlook and perception because. Of the closeness of the relationship, and 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 people think, okay, we're we're getting married; it's no big deal. This this will stop after we get married. But the truth of the matter is, whatever a person is, that's who they are. You need to trust them the first time. Don't ever doubt that it's going to get any better just because there's been an elevation in the relationship, a responsibility. Because if you pour bad. You pour something bad over something that's already not healed, it's only going to be unhealed with some stuff poured on it. It's only going to get worse. I mean, no amount of money, as we saw at Ray Rice, no amount of money is going to help. I was looking at another story. This was a reality, a reality show person, a personality who had been on on a show, and she recently had moved in with her boyfriend. So this was, you know, you would think that this happens to people who are not recognized, people who aren't, you know, seen a lot about, uh, you know, they're not going to know their face. I never would have known Mariah Porter. Had I seen her in real life or not, I would not have known her to be any different than anybody else. I saw the pictures that she had on Facebook before uh, this happening and since, and the life in her eyes are just different. You know, there there is a certain amount of loss that is just not going to be recoverable to that occurs with uh, domestic violence, and a lot of people think that you can go back to being the same person. Whenever you enter abuse, I don't care what kind of abuse it is. I know we're talking about domestic abuse this month, but when you talk about adding abuse to any scenario, there is no way that the end result is going to be what the person should have been. I'm not saying you can't still be productive. I'm not saying that you still can't have a life. I'm not saying that you still can't be successful, but you will not be able to recover the person that you were meant to be because that person has learned to be offered and sacrificed for uh, just living. I can say that as a truth of myself. People say, ooh, you always got something to say. You just got so much to say. You be your mouth. You just you got so much to say. It's not that I have so much to say as much as I have not had what I did have to say for so long that while I have the opportunity to speak it is it at least is of words that are good, but I will never probably be i won't i cannot be the person that I was uh uh earlier in my life um um and it's okay. Uh, I had um, I, I had a, a, a Facebook person to just contact me, and he said that he he listened in, and, and I'm going to tell you this this is not this is not a bad thing. this This is not a bad conversation. This is not something to feel bad about. He said that. He passed up on the option to say anything and he did drop the call he said he felt that it was fruitful and saddening um he had a fort it was a 14 hour fight and um it says that God always sends his best work through people and I do appreciate that i i appreciate that this story is one that's being told by so many different faces that you wouldn't believe um so i'm I don't necessarily want to own this as something unique to me. This is something that happens to people all the time. And I've already invited several uh, people onto the show to share their experiences. And I know that it's possible that some just won't be able to because I tell you, it has taken me uh, almost five years to be able to say uh, domestic violence, uh, to talk about the things that occurred to me without just bawling because it chi- it did it changed me and it, it it made me fearful of actually being truthful. When someone said, "How do you feel?" I have to pause because I'm not sure if you really want to hear the truth. Because that same response in 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 a ten year marriage was, you know not to say certain things, because if you say certain things, they equaled out a punch, a slap, or something else that was just very uh, releasing of anger and hurtful. You know, I got to a point where I didn't mind um, fighting, like physical fighting, which is what we're talking about tonight. The physical fighting, once you get, (laughs) once you learn how to do it, that part of it is mechanical, and this is what I saw in the video when we were uh, looking at the video of Ms. Mariah. It was just so mechanical. All she did was take it. Not one time did this child fight back because what you learn as a victim is that if you retaliate, it's even more forceful. Now, with this particular child, she had three other women fighting her, so she was set up. To not win When she could win They interrupted Uh I, I, It just wasn't a, a fair fight But when it comes to one on one Comeback the more majority of the Time with the woman being The victim they, I don't care how big you are I don't care how much you train A man Can out Fight a woman More times than not That's just the truth um, most people even want to say and myth that victims of domestic violence have some type of psychological disorder. Uh, the fact is, is that women who get battered usually have some history of domestic violence in, in you know in their past, which is true. But it's not a mental illness. It is not a, 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 a mismade psyche of a person. It is just an experience that has been repeated to where you're accepting poor treatment. So to anybody who is accepting that, I know I had one of my other Facebook friends said that she's going to listen in, and I appreciate you listening in. I want you to know there is nothing psychologically wrong with you. There's nothing wrong in your head, okay? There's nothing wrong with you. But what has happened is that you have been so broken down so often that in of fighting upward against being mistreated you have decided listen again you have decided to accept mistreatment so let's get this straight you're not crazy you're you're being abused which is changing the way you react how you normally would, would act another point that is often say, you know, because I'm going to tell you, you know, I used to have, and I I think this is my third uh, Facebook page, it's a page that I had uh, to make after I was hacked for the umpteenth time, but they couldn't, re, you know, re-give me my old page, so I had to use the pages that they gave, and I was fine with it, and with this one, I have nothing but headshots that I could pull from my shows, and a lot of the time people was with, with a lot of the men, let's just say it, keep it hundred a lot of the men they want to see a body shot, I want to see your whole body, I want to suit you light, and I know what that's about. I know that you're trying to gauge whether or not you're gonna be interested in this person or not. um, a lot of the things that I would post uh were just I guess alluring, but they wanted to make sure that the whole body or anything was intact in now, I am a person. Ooh, I think I'm five six. I always have to ask my sister because my twin sister's a little bit taller than me, um, but she's a little bit taller, so I think she's five seven. So I'm gonna be five five. Okay, so I'm that, and then I'm 189 pounds, probably 100, probably closer to 200 now. All the red velvet cookies I've been eating, but i'm a I've always been a bigger girl I've always been a thicker girl. I would fluctuate between having a belly, having a butt I always had the breast so i've I always just depending on my stress level whether or not I was in shape or shapely uh, on an attractive level for others. well, with regard to myself, I've never been the the body size I wanted to be, so that was a just a deficit in myself that was an esteem issue that I had for myself but For some reason, um, and this is true of a lot of victims of domestic abuse, there is usually some personal esteem issue that was there that had nothing to do with the abuse, but people want to label this as a reason as to why uh, they become domestic victims. And traditionally, theories did presume that the person who was being victimized had a poor self-esteem and if you allowed someone to hit you or hurt you or maim you, you must have had low self-esteem. But the truth is, studies showed that most persons who are victims of domestic abuse have adequate self-esteem. They have adequate self-esteem. That is usually the reason as to why they can be victimized by persons who have low self-esteem. So if you're out there listening to me, sister, it's not you. There's nothing wrong with you. Some victims may experience a decrease in their self-esteem as a result of being abused, but the perpetrators, the persons who victimize you, the persons who criticize you, and who hurt you are the persons whose esteem is low and is transferred to you in the hopes of making you feel lesser than them. I hope, you, I hope y'all got that. What I'm saying is this. The person who allows themselves to be uh, beaten, usually though, they don't have self-esteem issues. Usually they have an intact self-esteem about themselves, which is attempting to be harmed by their perpetrator. So you're not a weak person. You are not a weak person. You are not sick. Ain't nothing wrong with your head. It's not you, it is them. I need you to hear these things first because I'm going to tell you once you wake up about yourself and wake up about what the real truth is, you'll see it for what it is. I'll never forget um, not being non reactive. I went through a period where I was just numb, like nothing got to me. <laughs> they were cutting the lights off. I ain't giving a hell. I just didn't care. Certain things just weren't going to move me because I was emotionally, like, blown away. I was just gone. And I can remember hearing the words that had before made me react about how ugly I was and about how unattractive I was and about how fat I was and how nobody was going to want me. And it was amazing how clearly I heard those particular themes, but they didn't resonate with me. Those were not the truth of me, but, you know, some would have believed that if you heard that over and over and over and over again repeatedly that you would begin to believe that. That, that is the intention of re- repetition of abuse and abusive relationships. Victims of domestic abuse, usually don't leave because they have began to believe the lies that they've been fed for so long. That's another myth. Victims of domestic abuse never leave their abusers. And if they do, they get involved with other abusive relationships. That's not the truth. That's what a lot of people would like for you to believe, that nobody can love you. That's usually what the abuser tells you. Nobody's going to want you. You're A lot of the uh, women who are being abused are mothers of children. Um, Very few homes uh, with domestic abuse have no children. So it's perpetuated in cycles, and the children see the abuse, and the children's children see the abuse. So you know what I'm saying? It's just, it keeps uh, impregnating the system where you go around and around, and it takes. It takes God actually to break it, or an awakening of the God that's inside of you, for you to realize that this is not the truth. I, I was I was informed because, again, I didn't watch the entirety of the video with Miss Mariah. There was a baby in the room. One of the one of the perpetrators of this uh, beatdown was a mom, and she decided that it was appropriate for her boyfriend and their baby to be there to witness the entire event. Oh, besides the person who was videoing. But this child watched this event. And what I think is most telling, I couldn't watch it, but I listened to it. I listened for that baby to cry. I never heard that baby cry. I never heard that baby whimper. I never heard, uh, like, a scream from the baby to, like, get me out of here. And you know why? Baby has become numb to evil and numb to anger and numb to abuse to the point where it's not going to be a big deal when that child grows up and gets punched by her boyfriend or gets raped by a family member. It's not going to be a big deal. It's just going to be something that happened that you can't really place while you're feeling something on the inside that don't match what you expected of it because that's exactly how it feels. When something happens to you that doesn't fit how your mind is telling you it should be and your soul is is, is confused by it, that's the feeling that keeps a lot of women um, with their abusers in those relationships it says the risk of leaving increases after the victims separate from the abuser this is the truth more women die trying to leave than women just staying and making a plan for themselves and I'll tell you people think that that is um, a joke to uh, think that it's you know I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare stay with no man. I don't care what he did. I don't care what he paid. Let me tell you something. Some women have never, and I'm just not. I'm not gonna talk about some women. I'm gonna tell you about me. I, I make good money. Okay, I made good money. You don't seem like it is today. I wish I made some more, but I make good money. I'm a professional person. I'm able to take care of myself. I'm able to provide for a household. Some women are purposely set up not to do that. They're brought into relationships on purpose to be dependent upon their mate. And sometimes it looks fairy ish and I'm not talking against women who don't work, so don't even get it twisted, because if I had a husband who could take care of me right now, I would stay at this house, take care of each children, and cook him a hot meal every day. But what I'm saying is, is that there are some predators, and, and women do it too, Women choose men who all they want is this beautiful face and beautiful body, and they hoard themselves out. I told you it's going to be a hard show to listen to. They hoard themselves out for being cute, and that's all they offer to the relationship is a warm bed. They can't have cook, or that's all they do is take care of the logistics of the house, but they really don't have a say. They're not in a partnership. They're just a rented uh, space for the bedroom, and it happens a lot more often than you think. They are women who are well-kept. They have the latest of everything. They um, can buy and they can, you know, go and do whatever they want to Uh, vacation-wise, but they're treated like whores. They're disrespected. They expect and don't even move to any level of uh, uh, knowing that, Another woman may actually have her husband.
0: I mean, I'm I'm not
1: saying this because it sounds cute. I'm saying this is because I've counseled with people like this. I've counseled with people who have been in relationships for years, and they actually told me, you know what, you had it good. You stupid for uh, leaving that big house when um, all he was doing was fighting every now and then. I couldn't couldn't believe it was coming from the mouths of women who – yeah, he he has never hit me. But she cannot leave the house after it's dark. And it's 2015. Like, she cannot leave the house after it's dark. She cannot go somewhere without checking in. And there's a difference between someone wanting, wanting to make sure that you're okay and someone that just wants to have power and control over you. I'm telling you some of the myths that have to do with this. Now, When it comes to uh, battering and um, any type of abuse and children are involved, you enter a whole different dimension. And I'm going to tell you, I call my babies my life because I honestly think that had I no children, I probably would have uh, died and stayed in a very abusive relationship. I have been uh, choked out. I have been knocked out, I have run, I have left. And once I had my children, it did change to a different level of abuse. But abuse, again, is abuse. It it, will show up in such a way that it seems non-threatening and toleratable. But the truth of relationship at any level it should always be comfortable. It should never feel like you're bargaining. Uh, a bargain is different from a compromise, and and a lot of people are bargaining in their relationships. They're giving up things that are of of importance and that are ethically a right to have in relationships instead of compromising. You know, there's a comfort when you compromise, you take a lesser something rather than the whole of what you want but you still get compensated and in a bargaining you just trade off some you finna lose and they finna win and a lot of a, a lot of men and women don't see that i've seen men you know we always talk about domestic abuse in the light of uh women being the Person abused, but tell you the truth uh statistics, and I'm gonna find this statistic it's not that much different between women and men. actually, the statistic is getting worse with regard to men because every fourteen seconds, a woman is abused by her partner, but every fifteen seconds a man is every every week in America for I think they said sixty seven years. We've lost two women to domestic violence. That means two women die every week for the last 67 years. So every week we're going to put two people in the ground over some stuff that is not even legitimate. I was watching um, 48 Hours on yesterday yesterday. And what is so interesting is every time a show comes up, something validates it. Um, This man had been married to his wife, and he told the entire family, if she cheats on me, I will kill her. Just point blank. If she cheats on me, I will kill her. So, you know, when they couldn't get in contact with her, and her sister knew, that she had began a, an affair with some man, all we had to do was put two and two together because not only did, you know, criminal law says to always check the next of kin, the, the most significant intimate relationship to that person when there is suspect of foul play or, or harm, but we didn't even have to do all of that because most of the offenders. In in most cases, it says 50 to 70% of the cases of of abuse, it is known, even broadcast. Like people, they tell you, I'm going to do this, or they have a pattern of abuse. Uh, The court systems actually look for those types of things, and that's one of the things that a lot of uh, dating sites and a lot of uh, people who are trying to help uh, others find relationships say, what is his history with regard to domestic violence? Do do know that if they have that in their history, it's coming up, it's a part of that person. I'm not saying you can't be, you know, survived of that and that you can't be cured of that, but nine out of ten times, if they have harmed in the past, they were harmed again. It says, um, now these are actual facts, you know, well, well, some of them are facts. Some of them are just myths that people have accepted. Spousal abuse uh, occurs in poor, middle-class families with lower incomes. The truth of the matter is, is it occurs equally in all classes, regardless of income. Um, did you know that in London, this this was a fact that I couldn't believe. It is legal for a man to hit his wife after nine PM. It was illegal for a man to hit his wife after nine PM. Let me say that right. So if he hit her at eight o'clock, it was cool. So a lot of their beat downs and, 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 and harm to their spouse were before nine o'clock. And the reason why is because women needed to get rest in order to do some of the house chores. So if he was going to beat her, it needed to be before 9 o'clock. That's how messed up our world is. Domestic violence is a disease. It can be transmitted from one generation to another. I think we know that that is true. Battered women's shelters serve more children than they do women, Startling. When you see uh, 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 a battered uh, wife or a battered woman, nine and a half times out of ten is more likely that you're going to see a child associated with it. I was looking at another statistic. Um, There are 1,500, I don't want to misquote, but there are 1,500 shelters for battered women in the United States. There are 3,500 animal shelters. In the United States Now you know I love animals You know I love the dogs And kids and cats and stuff You know I love them But we have more of a priority And provision for animals Than we do for women And children Nine out of ten times when you have a battered woman, you're going to have a child associated with it. So not only are you dealing with one generation, you're dealing with two. And we don't even have the provisions for them. Uh, Domestic violence claims, and we already said this, the life of two women a week minimally. That's just based on what is reported. Some um, loss of life does not get associated or does not get prosecuted or cannot be validated as being domestic in nature just because of the way we turn, you know, turn, turn things. Because a lot of the abuse and, so, and a lot of these killings, too, are happening prior to marriage. It has nothing to do with married people. These are dating people. I was reading a story of a female by the name of Katrina... Katrina Mann, I think her name was, um, out of Philadelphia. This trick I mean, I'm telling you, this is a disease process that is so cunning and so uh evil that it shows up in ways that is, it it'll make your it'll make your mouth drop open. She uh had been having a purely sexual relationship with this man. It was an understanding. Um, She and he had an understanding. We're going to do this. This is what we're going to have. This is the kind of relationship we're going to have. Okay. So she saw him, got extremely jealous because he ended up having a relationship with someone that – she was jealous of. And, you know, they had to put these two and two things together because they didn't know what had happened. His family just knew, you know, he had been hanging out at the house with this chick, but she wasn't anyone of significance because he was dating several people. Well, had a rendezvous. Um, He went to sleep. She pulls out a revolver and she blows his head off. She washes up, and she leaves. His body is found. They eulogize him. She is at the funeral, sitting right next to his mom and sisters, thinking that she's gotten away with murder because she was jealous. When you have someone who's jealous, and I know that we talked about jealousy today in church, and there's a difference between being jealous to death and being jealous in jest. When, when 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 you talk about god jealousy it just means reverence it means giving him the due props for what he does he's he doesn't have a comparative because he is the one and only god when you talk about human jealousy the ability to replicate boyfriend and girlfriend and husband and boo thing is infinite. You can do that over and over and over again. So there's not the possibility of just one. Even though people say, "Oh, this is my soulmate. This is the person I was made for." Okay, but if that don't work out, there are a lot of other options that you have, whether you take them or not. That type of jealousy, placeable jealousy, which can lead people to being Violent, which can lead people to heal and this trick kills I mean it's just I don't understand why people have it to the point where they just have to feel like they are god like like I am a god you don't get to you don't get to breathe without me you don't get to eat this is some of the things that these girls were saying in this video they were telling this girl you're not going to leave she's saying I'm just going to leave just let me leave no you ain't going nowhere you're gonna make another grown person do something against their will that is what you call domestic abuse and violence. Listen, some of the highest ranking persons and officials are abusers. We saw rashness in the news, police officers, correctional officers high ranking officials educators um Even some FBI hiring officials have been noted to be more violent because domestic violence has very little to do with sex guys or relationship guys. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with authority. It has to do with power and control. And when you have a person who has routinely felt as if they are in control of everything, they feel like if you take from them – they have to take it back even though you don't have the right to another human being on this earth even parents i i watched a video of this man in a damn wheelchair this did not i'm going to tell you now this really made me mad because first of all you do not have to um you do not have the right to inflict harm and i'm not talking about hit I'm not talking about punish, I'm not talking about spare the rod, I'm talking about harm. I'm trying my best to hurt you, maim you. I'm trying to create a division between your soul and spirit and your body meat. I'm trying I'm on my I'm on my way to try to split those things up when that's one part of your being. There's a difference in being a disciplinarian and just being downright like hurtful. This man is in a wheelchair. Yes, his daughter was wrong because she was online pretending to be someone she wasn't. Yes, she was having an a online relationship with a man that was uh, vulgar, that was provocative, that was out of order. Yes, that is her daddy, and he has the right to be upset and angry. But because you have a daughter who is 16, who is functioning in that way, speaks two different things. One is that she is maybe out of control. She has not had enough uh supervised uh supervised uh, uh activity with regard to her online activity. She you know, she needs more uh supervision with that. That's that's what that says. And then the other thing is is that it's not her fault that you didn't pay attention. Now that you know it, do you really think that hitting her in the face with a belt? I ain't talking about hitting her um to stop her from being online. I'm talking about cornering her on on TV or on on a video on uh on national media beating her with a belt. Like that's going to do something. I've also seen this video of another dad whose daughter uh had gone away somewhere and had dressed in a way that he felt like was provocative or perverse. And
0: instead
1: of the men in the street beating her and calling her out her name and pulling her hair and being abusive to her, he took it upon himself to call her a bitch and a whore and pull her to where she was in tears, you know, as if that was discipline. We have gotten so backwards with how the discipline uh, event works. And I'm not saying I'm a perfect parent because my children are fairly young. A lot of issues I haven't even embarked on. But one thing I do know about domestic abuse and what has happened to me, my parents were good parents. I got two whippers my whole life. And you know why? Because I had a healthy dose of authoritative fear and understanding that they really did care about me. See, when a child don't even know for sure whether you care about him, you fight them, you're just fighting them. You're just like a grown person fighting them in an unmatched, unfair fight. And that's what happens in domestic violence in some ways. It, it comes off as if, like, you just want to fight me. Like there's no message in between. A man who feels like it's okay to keep a woman in her place by putting his hand on her is just fighting her. You are just making an unfair fight a way for you to control and empower yourself against another woman ain't no ain't no ain't no other explanation for it because I say this if it was really supposed to be a woman who does everything exactly how you want it to be and she wanted to be with you, no matter what those you know desires are when she if she wants to do that, she'll do that i like, you can't make nobody do nothing you can make fear and you can start to harass them and fear uh them in a way to change what their normal behavior would be but they're they're still separated from what their heart and mind is saying so they really aren't you just being a dictator you're no different from hitler you're no different from um these people who enslave people or a slave master themselves like th- there's no Difference in that, and the only difference between domestic abuse in an, uh, an adult person and, and child abuse in a little person is that the age is different. It's an unfair advantage each way. You know, some people don't even see that, you know, they are, oh, I can't stand these child abusers, and they're doing all this stuff to these children, and then you punching your damn wife. Are you serious? I'm going to need you to shut that up because that is the exact same thing. It's just in a different venue of people. It says this about men, and I've been on women a lot because, you know, generically that's just how uh, domestic abuse is uh, defined. It's not that it doesn't happen with men because it absolutely does. I think that it's unfair the way that we don't even address how men are abused as well. Like, um, I said earlier, every 15 seconds a woman is assaulted by her boyfriend, her husband, or a lover, and every 14 seconds the same thing happens to a man. Men are less likely to report abuse due to embarrassment, stigmas, their credibility as being masculine, and nothing has been done to encourage it. Like, I, I every time I read that statistic or something related to it, I think about the scene from The Color Purple when – um, when Harpo had to go and tell his daddy that his wife had beat him down. And it was because he hit her. Now, she wasn't an abusive person, but she did defend herself. And even in her, in her line, she said, I had to fight everybody, but I never thought I'd have to fight in my own home. But the attitude, even with Mr., the greatest abuser in that film, was that, you know, You don't admit that a woman beat you. That is so, so wrong. I I feel um, almost like men feel violated if they are some way wrong. That is why most violence occurs in the opposite way that is lethal. When men are abused more than not, uh, if they don't just totally leave, they usually kill. Um, They will kill um, their counterparts. Uh, Domestic violence is not about anger. Uh, However, the victim may may be led to believe so. Uh, Domestic violence is expressed sometimes in anger. Domestic violence is about control and power. Up to $100 million a year in medical expenses, and up to 3 to $5 billion a year is used in sick days and off days annually related to domestic violence. I know I ain't crazy, and I know that some of you listening have seen it and heard it or suspected, because we all have. I can smell domestic violence like I can a baked cookie. Now, when I when when things don't quite feel the way that I think they should, uh, it, it makes me feel like I need to move in another type of way. And um, sometimes I've come, gone up to it. Sometimes it's just come to me. But the truth of the matter is, is that women are experiencing more and more of it. Men as well. And now people are trying to make a way to accept it as some. Of option to live, just for the sake of marriage, just for the sake of home. Uh, further into this week, we're going to—I'm uh, sorry, this month—we're going to talk more about domestic violence and the patterns of it, and how it is basically this: when you have identified a pattern of purposeful coerciveness in a relationship, you've identified a symptom of domestic abuse. It can come in several forms. And we're going to talk about it this month. We're going to talk about the physical violence, threat of violence, emotional abuse, and this big one, financial abuse. I don't think that people understand how big of a uh, control factor finances Are with regard to women and men If you turn on any Reality any reality show Any 48 hour show Any crime victims unit show At the bottom of it Is money for gain. People will kill Will kill I mean they will kill They will go out and get a life insurance policy And then come back and kill your ass Because they can get money Instead of just divorcing, I don't want to be with you no more, cutting your losses, they will kill. Instead of saying, okay, she's been cheating on me, I don't want her anymore, I'm just going to find somebody else who does, they kill. Uh, And it's not just men, it's women. Women are doing it too. So we're going to talk about physical abuse. We're going to talk about the threats of violence that equal out to uh, graduating to physical abuse uh emotional abuse. And some people just don't even know how weak uh their minds have become because you just practice so long being mistreated. I'm gonna say this and then we're gonna do a commercial and, and close out the show. I got another conference call on tonight, but I'm gonna tell you this. It I I wanna leave you guys with this. If you can get control of your mind and know that it's you who's who's in your head. You know, God, and a lot of people may not believe in God, may not believe in Jesus. I'm going to say this. There is something inside of you that is a part of him, period. I mean, you ain't just no chemical equation. You ain't just no sperm and no egg. There is a spirit inside of you that speaks to you. Some people call it intuition. Some people say, I just had them little feeling. I call it God. If you are able to listen to that more often than listening or even speaking, if you don't have a voice, You will hear the answers that you need to hear. And when something doesn't resonate well with your heart, it feeds differently in your spirit, it feeds differently in your mind, and it's going to feed differently in your attitude and how you, you know, interact with other people. Don't even believe it if you think you're out here by yourself. Because you're not. There are lots of people who are going through this, and this is a sorority that I did not want to be affiliated with, but I have had to embrace that because that is what has happened to me. When you're able to say that truth about yourself and say that truth to yourself, then you'll begin the road to recovery. We're going to talk to some women this month who have done just that. They have decided that, no, I have another option. And I'm not going to even pretend like it's easy because I still feel like I'm in a recovery period. Every day I wake, some days I want to get up and I just want to just blow up some stuff because it's hurtful. I am in a place in my life that I thought I would never be at this point in my life, but I'm so blessed because there are some women that are in the grave right now having stories a lot less uh, aggressive, and as, as violent as mine, like, I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm not even supposed to be. I was told I was not going to be able to walk. I was told that I was not going to be able to grow hair anymore in the top of my head. I was told a lot of things that I just refused to believe. Because I don't think that's the life I was supposed to have. Now, I don't know what I would have had, but I know what I can have now. And I need everybody listening anybody who's in a point where you feel like you can't go any further, just ride this month with me and we're going to find some help for you. Now, I extend myself all the time on the show, you can, of course, contact me on the website. It's www.blogtalkradio.com. You can also contact me on the theempress.com, which is my website on, you know, on the web. That's www.d aempores scom I blog there. Or you can get me on Facebook, I'm the Empress Cooper. Um you can always extend yourself to me, and I don't refuse help. But I will tell you this, and I'll say this: This is just what my attorney told me. If you have any inkling inside of yourself that you do not want to leave, whatever reason, it's best that you just wait, because. Every part of who you are and where you are today is based on the decisions that you've made. And if you think that you're gonna have anything resembling to that with a move out of that, you're you're fooling yourself. Everything in your life is gonna change. Right down there to my fingernail polish and change, child. Everything about me has changed. And it's not in a negative way. It's absolutely for the better. If you just ride with me this month, we're going to get some people here on the line who can talk with you, who can counsel with you, who can tell their story so you can see that that same thing, that same feeling that you were feeling, there's nothing wrong with you. I I want you to go away with that, too. There is nothing wrong with you. You You have just been hurt. Someone has pointed in a way when they know where you've been hurt, and they're grinding on that because it makes them feel more empowered about their disabilities or their shortcomings. And anyone who can harp on what is weak in you, even if it's not, does not love you. Love don't do that. We did a whole month of love in January, and I'm going to tell you, if I don't know nothing else, I know what love is not
0: and i know they got it. is it getting better